So tell me, are you scared yet? Because according to the United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres, he's warning the world is on a highway to climate hell, he says. And of course, this is the speech that he gave at the COP27, the climate change event that's currently on. Now, you know, all these uh, leaders of the world are chilling. They're chilling in a, uh, in a nice little resort in Egypt. <laughs> it's a good place to go and and talk about how the rest of the world is burnt. Uh, the rest of the world is apparently on a highway to climate hell. So the stark message was echoed by the heads of African, European, and Middle Eastern nations as governments began two weeks of talks to figure out how to avert the worst of climate change. Are you scared? Are you scared yet? We're all supposed to be scared. The key points coming from this, uh, the latest UN COP27, the, uh, the climate change conference, is that humanity has a choice. Cooperate or perish, according to Antonio Guterres. Um, also, money has emerged as a major issue, uh, and wealthy countries are being scolded for failing to help developing countries. So the UN's chief has warned that nations must cooperate. You have to. You've got no choice, apparently. Or face collective suicide. This is very stark, very dark language that he's using. You know, we're all on a highway to climate hell. Of course, you all remember the song by ACDC, Highway to Hell. Uh, so he's just using that phrase, we're on a highway to climate hell and a collective suicide. So he's saying that uh, in the fight against climate change at a summit where developing countries reeling, reeling from global warming, uh, demanded more action from rich polluters. So nearly 100 heads of state and government are meeting for two days in Egypt's Red Sea resort of Sharm el-Sheikh, facing calls to deepen emissions cuts and financially back developing countries already devastated by the effects of rising temperatures. Humanity has a choice, cooperate or perish, uh, Guterres told the UN COP. 27 summit. Guterres went on to say it is either a climate solidarity pact or a climate or a collective suicide pact. So he urged the world to ramp up the transition to renewable energy and for richer polluting nations to come to the aid of poorer countries least responsible for heat trapping emissions. So obviously you know what is going to happen, what is coming our way. There's just this greater push for stricter carbon, for stricter climate laws. Ultimately, it's about control. Like I've spoken about before, this big push for electric vehicles, the whole reason why they want, why the government, why globalists want us to, to have uh, electric vehicles, like because they can control when you can and can't charge your vehicle. They will be able to control and dictate to your life. So Mr. Guterres said the target should be to provide renewable and affordable energy for all, calling on the United States and China to particularly lead the way. US-China tensions, however, have prompted Beijing to freeze climate cooperation with Washington. President Xi Jinping is absent from the summit, while President Joe Biden will attend it later this week after US midterm elections, where, where 
he's probably scared because you know it looks like they will uh, possibly lose control uh anyway continuing on so there's persisting distrust apparently nations worldwide are coping with increasingly intense national natural disasters that have taken thousands of lives this year and cost billions of dollars uh, and you know at the, at the moment everyone's pointing to australia as an example of this we are just constantly under flood apparently especially along the east coast new south wales victoria but i've got to say while everyone else has pointed to climate change i firmly believe we are australia is under judgment from god we we are living in the time i think of where it describes in romans romans chapter one in the bible uh, that's just my opinion hey Continuing on, this says they range from devastating floods in Nigeria and Pakistan to droughts in the United States and several African nations, as well as unprecedented heat waves across three continents. And now, the other thing I've got to say about this, you know, they say devastating floods in Nigeria and Pakistan. You know, obviously it's a, from climate change and it's got nothing, nothing to do uh, with the geoengineering that other countries have been doing uh, such as pakistan's neighbor china which has been constantly sending up rockets to try and uh, to try and create more rain and using other using other drones and rockets uh, a lot of countries now are, are resorting to geoengineering and you know when and then when you have neighboring nations devastated by floods and their neighbors are using geoengineering is it can you really blame climate change or is it not the nations who are trying to mess with our weather anyway i'll go on it says we have seen one catastrophe other after another said egyptian president abdel fatah al-sisi is it not high time to put an end to all this suffering money has emerged as a major issue at cop 27 with wealthy countries scolded for failing to fill their pledge to provide 100 billion dollars per year to help developing countries green their economies but isn't this what um old well was prince but now king charles said at the last cop 26 he said that you know he had a bit of a uh, slip of the tongue when he said that uh realistically there's going to be one person person that's going to emerge um and there's he's he's going to be controlling the money because there's not enough money in the world to do what they want to do to to bring about the tr the change that the globalists want to bring about and he let the cat out of the bag saying hey one person is going to rise up and he will control all the money he will bring all this money to the table he will bring the rules to the table everyone will clap their hands and say yep that sounds like a good idea let's give all the power let's give all the money over to him with his great brilliant climate laws i bet you and he'll make the changes so i thought i thought old king charles had already had already let the cat out of the bag with the with uh, what's going to happen with the wealthy countries Anyway, I'll continue on. This is a major cause for persisting distrust and neither is there any sound reason for the continuing pollution, said Kenyan President William Ruto, who announced an African climate summit for next year. I love all these places having climate summits. Uh, a salvo of crisis from Russia's invasion of Ukraine to soaring inflation and the lingering effects of the COVID pandemic. <laughs> the lingering... <laughs> the lingering effects... 
of the COVID pandemic. Yeah, lingering effects where China is, it seems like they're purposely tanking their economy by chasing this COVID zero uh, daydream. It's just a, I don't know what it is. It's it's narcissism at its worst. Uh, Xi Jinping thinking that he can control it. So British Prime Minister, you know, the new one, not the not the one that they had, the female one that they had for 45 days or whatever. The new guy, Rishi Sunak, who, who apparently is richer than King Charles. He's a very, very wealthy man, this fella. And it's funny, it's funny to know, um, I'd love to know exactly where he came from. I think he has ties, uh, just as a little side point, I think he has ties to the World Economic Forum and the global... Uh, leaders that they uh, that come out of that World Economic Forum uh, little sideshow there with um I won't mention too much about that because uh, you get banned from things if you talk too much about World Economic Forum anyway continuing on it says British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak said President Vladimir Putin's abhorrent war in Ukraine and rising energy prices across the world are not a reason to glow, go slow on climate change Okay, Mr. Gutierrez called for a historic deal between between rich emitters and emerging economies with countries doubling down on emissions reductions to hold the rise in temperatures to the more ambitious Paris Agreement target of 1.5 degrees Celsius above the pre-industrial era. Current trends would see carbon pollution increase 10% by the end of the decade and put the world on a path to heat up to 2.8 degrees celsius and this is where he says we are on a highway to climate hell with our foot still on the accelerator mr gutierrez said poorer countries successfully fought to have the issues of loss and damage compensation for the damage caused by climate enhanced natural disasters officially put on the cop 27 agenda we the oceanic states that suffer the harsh effects of our activities have to be assisted on repairing the damage you cause to us Seychelles president wavel Remkalawan, whose island nation is threatened by rising waters barbados prime minister mia motley called for a windfall tax on the profits of oil companies that would be funneled to a loss and damage fund Yes, I'm sure it'll be funneled to a loss and damage fund um, with a little sidekick here and there to the odd politician. You got to bet your bottom dollar on that. Now, continuing on, it says the United States and the European Union have dragged their feet for years on compensation for climate impacts, fearing it will create an open-ended reparations framework. Loss and damage is not an abstract topic of endless dialogue, Mr. Ruto said. It is our daily experience and the living nightmare for hundreds of millions of Africans. Isn't it funny, (laughs) you know, um, the United States and European Union have dragged their feet, uh, fearing it would create an open-ended reparations framework. This is exactly what I think will happen. They will end up having to place all this money, or someone will rise up and say, hey, I will take control, and all the money will be funneled through one person. Just like dear old King Charles said in his speech last year. All the money will go through him. He will have total control. That's what I reckon will happen in the end. Uh, Continuing on, it says, Mr. Mr. Gutierrez said that getting concrete results on loss and damage 
is a litmus test of the commitment of governments to the success of COP27. So security is tight at the COP27 meeting with Human Rights Watch saying authorities have arrested dozens of people and restricted the right to demonstrate in the days leading up to COP27. So I'll ask it again. Are you scared yet? We're all on our way apparently to a climate change or the highway of climate hell, apparently. And of course, it's all man's fault. Now, I've done I've done an episode before where uh, I've talked about how scientists, um, and these aren't you know, Christian scientists or anything like that. They're obviously evolutionary scientists because they also talk about how uh, you know, the earth is millions and billions of years old. But anyway, so these scientists uh, talk or have found that um, carbon emissions or carbon in the atmosphere used to be a lot higher, way higher uh, than what um, these than what these world leaders are talking about or what they're scaremongering us all for now. And funny enough, the world survived and we're thriving still. This is all about bringing about change. This is all about bringing about the Great Reset. That is what is at the heart of these climate change conferences, the Great Reset. Everything revolves around that. The World Economic Forum wants the Great Reset. It's trying to implement that right now. You must instill fear into the people have everyone believe that we're all on a, uh, as they say, a highway to climate hell. The only thing we can do is give over our freedoms, give over our money, tether ourselves to ridiculous climate laws and give all of the power to one government and perhaps, I think, one person in the end, Also, they can bring about the Great Reset. Yes. Are you scared yet? Because it's not a highway to climate hell. It's a highway to the Great Reset. Don't be deceived. That's my opinion. Thank you for listening to The Slippery Slope.